This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Value Inspiration Podcast. My name is Ton Dobber, and I'm the founder of Value Inspiration. The purpose of my company is to help business software companies rethink what can be to become remarkable again. The goal that I have with this podcast is to inspire new forms of value creation by sharing compelling ideas and stories about the potential that we can unlock when technology and people blend in the right way. So my strong belief is that we can think big, and therefore we should. And doing so will help to create a better world for all of us. This podcast is all about that. My guest on this week's podcast is Ivo Totev, Chief Marketing Officer of Cloud ERP at SAP. Business software really is the foundation of changing over business models that we see around the world. This is the backbone of, of driving our whole uh, economy worldwide. With the rise of artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep machine learning, you know, now we're getting into a phase where business software actually understands what I'm up to and can proactively help me. This is so revolutionary. This changes so much that, you know, I'm, I'm sure in, in 10 years we'll be looking back and saying, well, you know, internet was a great foundation and cloud was also a great foundational element in their first generations, but none of those technologies or, or movements really changed the way uh, we see business software as much as this latest revolution. As responsible people living in our society, we need to make sure that we create technologies and solutions and drive a discussion in the society in a way that in the end, people looking back at this era will say, it was disruptive, it changed the life of many people, it changed the life of many, many more people to the positive. And then we had some people who, who had seen the downsides, but we took care of them. This is Ivo. He's a seasoned marketing veteran with more than 25 years of experience in the IT industry. In his current role at SAP, he is responsible for defining marketing strategy and vision for SAP S400 Cloud, SAP Business by Design, and SAP Business One. And prior to his role at SAP, Ivo was the CMO at Unit 4, and he serves as the CMO and the head of cloud business at Software AG. During our interview, we explore the changing nature and role of business software in today's society and what needs to be done to ensure we maximize the impact we can gain from it. By listening to this interview, you will learn three things. Firstly, how, by leveraging various technology components, you can change the nature of decades-old application concepts, even ERP. Secondly, why we should strive to make business applications completely hands-free. And thirdly, why every entrepreneur should put serious time aside to rethink its business model. So, Ivo, to get the podcast going, can you explain the audience a little bit about yourself and uh, your responsibilities at SAP? Yes, hello, Tom. So I'm in, this, uh, in the software industry over 20 years. 
and I am the chief marketing officer of Cloud ERP at SAP. So taking care of a complete uh, ERP portfolio, spanning all the way from cloud to hybrid to on-premise, and really excited to to be part of SAP, given all the investment the company is doing in the modern technologies such as artificial intelligence, machine learning, and so on, which uh, is something we want to talk about, I believe, today. Exactly, exactly. So you've been in the industry for quite a long time. Why specifically in this, this industry? What's, what drives you to be in business software? Well, business software really is the foundation of changing all the business models that we see around the world. So all the new offerings that we have, so uh, enjoying streaming music, uh, everywhere on my mobile phone where I am, you know, booking some apartments which I wouldn't have access in the past, just to name a couple of new business models. This is all based on software and on the software behind the business models. And every business model needs, in the end, to make sense, to contribute to the society, to contribute to growth, to contribute to, frankly, to profits, to be able to fund further investments and all of that is being fueled and backed up and driven by business software that's why i believe while this is a difficult space to explain to my kids what i do and what this is about actually it's so important this is the backbone of of driving our whole uh, economy worldwide that's right i completely agree on that one so it's interesting times i mean we've been in the industry quite a long time actually we worked together also for uh, for quite some time as well What's interesting to me is that uh, what's happening with, with all the technology that are coming together right now. And I've said it many times in my blogs and, and in other ways. I mean, it allows us to really think big. I see the, the, the cloud has started all of this, but for me, it's not all about cloud anymore. So, so what is your view on this? I mean, how do you view the, the, the leverage of all the technologies coming together and what do you feel could be done with that or should be done with that? Well, I think... Um... We went through many phases of revolution when it came to technology. So the internet in its first phase certainly revolutionized everything on how we consume and, and how we use business technology. I didn't have to run through big installs on my machine. All of a sudden, I would type in a URL and things would work. But that was really just the beginning. And then the whole notion of cloud in its first generation came up where it was about systems staying fresh over time. You didn't have to go through big upgrades projects. You didn't have to run your own big IT and data center. You know, you could consume the service out of the internet, which was great and, and uh, already, you know, triggered a great shift in perception investment of people looking at business software. But all of that, in my opinion, is nothing compared to what is happening today. And the reason is that no matter how much the internet and the cloud brought to us, something like, let's take the example of ERP. Five years ago, internet was there, cloud was there. People would still say, well, you know, there's little innovation in ERP because the way you do with, with invoices and the way you predict your P&L and cash flow and all of that, none of that has really changed, right? So... While the software got delivered or the service got delivered differently and much easier and stayed always up to date, actually the way we interacted with business software very much stayed the same. 
Yeah. These days, this is fundamentally changing. These days, we get more and more intelligent systems who start to understand my context, what I really want. They start to understand me speaking to them. They start to understand me chatting to them, which brings a totally new level of user experience. So it's like I'm talking to you and chatting to my kids. This is very similar on how I interact with the business software. In order to do that, the business software needs to become intelligent. It needs to learn my behavior. It needs to understand what I really want. And that was not possible before. And with the rise of artificial intelligence, machine learning, deep machine learning, you know, now we're getting into a phase where business software actually understands what I'm up to and can proactively help me. So conversation is not bound to me just being able to say very particular words and sentences. No, I can start talking out of context or in, in context and the system would, would be able to make sense of that. This is so revolutionary. This changes so much that, you know, I'm, I'm sure in, in 10 years we'll be looking back and saying, well, you know, Internet was a great foundation and cloud was also a great foundational element in their first generations. But none of those technologies or, or movements really changed the way uh, we see business software as much as this latest revolution coming together, as you said, in a combination with, with all sorts of different technologies and evolutions. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, uh, I think you've summed it up quite nicely. So what is SAP's vision around this? How is SAP trying to leverage this? Well, our vision is to be the first ones to provide a hands-free ERP. So an ERP where you don't necessarily need the keyboard. You can have the keyboard if you want, but you don't have to. And our vision is for the next three years to reduce the interaction between people and the business systems by 30%. Now, when you look at the grand scheme of things, how much time certain people spend with an ERP system, with business software during the day, imagine 30% of that goes away because it simply happens, because it's automated. Imagine what you can do with this 30% of time. This is tremendous. That's true. So uh, can you give one or two examples or, uh, that, that would be completely different from what uh, people are used to today? Let's take something very simple, such as invoice matching, right? So, so sometimes you see invoices coming in and these invoices have to be paid. And sometimes you stick three, four invoices in one payment. And then somebody really has to go and, and make sure that everything was done uh, correctly. As you can imagine, matching several invoices to, to one big payment and trying to figure out what happened there. And maybe one invoice was paid only partially. This is really time-consuming and something that machines can do much better. So this is something that SAP already offers as, start of, as part of a product. And this is just one example. We're working hard for mid this year at Sapphire. We'll be launching many, many more of these use cases where predictive analytics helps manufacturers to understand you know, what is coming, not just looking in data that, that occurred in the past, but really taking patterns from the past and matching that to actual things that happen in the world and therefore predict the need for production to go up and down. So these are things that are absolutely huge. And these are elements where you don't have to ask the system and run a report, but this is where the system will proactively come to the users who are interested and say, hey, something is happening here. I want to alert you that 
this is relevant for you, please take a look, right? And in a later stage, the system will simply adjust the production planning system. If the user wishes and gives the system the right to do so, then things will happen automatically. And you will see a report on everything that was happening automatically in the system. This is the new generation that we are foreseeing. And I believe nobody on this planet invests more in artificial intelligence, machine learning, as we do at SAP, throughout the whole portfolio and with Leonardo as a product line and service and, and offerings that really, you know, help customers to, to achieve all of these great things that I was talking about. That's fantastic to, uh, to hear it. That, that, uh, well, that evolution. So you, you picked up on a couple of things. First of all, that you try to reduce, well, the, I mean, I like the phrase hands-free ERP, that you try to reduce it by at least 30%. And that brings up the whole discussion about automation and augmentation. So how do you view that? I know there's a lot of discussion depending whom you talk to on a macroeconomical level, on a, on, a, on a society level. As with any new movement, there will be disruption. And disruption always has benefits and downsides. I personally believe that the benefits will outweigh the downsides. On individual level, we may see, of course, uh, issues arriving. So some jobs will go away in the future. Others will be created. So, you know, let's, let's be respectful of that evolution, which will happen no matter what. So this is not the decision of individuals, of companies to push or not to push. Nobody can stop the innovation. So let's look at the bright side and uh, as responsible people living in our society, we need to make sure that we create technologies and solutions and drive a discussion in the society in a way that in the end, people looking back at this era will say, it was disruptive, it changed the life of many people, it changed the life of many, many more people to the positive, and then we had some people who, who have seen the downsides, but we took care of them. So that would be the ideal outcome for me to deal in a responsible way with this way of innovation and change. <laughs> I agree. So while this is happening, and we're living in a world where there's always competition, and some of the vendors out there might say, you know, SAP is late to the game with regards to cloud ERP. How do you see that? Do you see this as something that's valid, or do you see this as something that actually could be an advantage here? Look, what is happening right now is that a totally new generation of business software and cloud ERP is being developed and comes to the market, which as I said, is totally different, fundamentally different from the first generation cloud ERPs that we've seen from SAP and other vendors. And from looking at the investment and looking at what's happening in the market, many people talk about that. But when I see the number of people working on that technology inside SAP, on Leonardo and on the business solutions and, and others, when I look at the investment being made, I mean, this is, this is huge. So we're absolutely excited about this technology wave and we're absolutely excited at SAP to be at the forefront of innovation and tackling the opportunity. Yeah. So if you look at all these solutions now coming to the market, and I know there's good adoption going on with the cloud suite, but how will this flood of new technology and completely reimagined processes, how will it change competitiveness for customers? Would it, for example, be possible in five years' time to bet on what's out there today? 
This will be huge for, for all industries. You know, the banking industry will be completely disrupted with things like uh, blockchain. Our retail industry is being disrupted and the and the speed will only increase. The whole transportation industry will be disrupted with the rise, rise of artificial intelligence, autonomous driving. When we talk about autonomous driving, we need to make sure that cars can or vehicles can, can communicate with each other, large amount of, of data will occur. There will be value-added services based on this data. On the other hand, data protection becomes very important. So, you know, there are many, many aspects which are completely changing the society. True. And we've seen the digital disruption happening in the past years with new business models coming up all the time. I believe this speed will only increase. Yeah, I agree. Then it's a choice, right, to see where you want to be yourself. We're getting towards the, the, the bottom of the, uh, of, of the hour. Um, so to round it up, if you would give advice to, well, to potential customers or to, well, to customers of SAP itself, what advice would you give CEOs to, uh, to stay relevant? What should they invest in or what should they uh, challenge? Well, number one, one, assume your business model will not stay the same, no matter how regulated your industry may be. Be open to technology movements. Uh, talk to good partners of yours, such as SAP, on, on what these partners can do and can, how can they help you to reimagine your business. Yeah. And in the end, it starts on the drawing board. Get, get your most smartest people you have, put them in a room and start discussing how your industry is changing and how you can adapt to that. Because it all starts with a vision on this is our new business model. And this is how we're going to transform. And then, you know, uh, utilize and get inspired by your partners, your technology partners on what is out there and what can be done. But take it seriously. Put, put time aside to think about the new business models. Don't get carried away just by the business as usual and by, and by the quarter close, which is absolutely relevant and important. But you know what? Once the quarter is over, the public company maybe then invests the time to observe and to define what your business of the future will be and take the customer at the center. Don't assume revenues will come in because we did in the past. Put yourself in the shoes of your customers, of your new customers, potential customers, and figure out what they want and what, how they want to get your services and how they want to consume them. That's a great start, I believe. I agree. So thank you very much, Ivo. This was for me pretty interesting insights from, uh, from your end on, on how the world is changing in the ERP space. Thanks. Well, Tom, thank you for your time and uh, all the best. It was great catching up with you again. Thank you, Ivo. Likewise. And for everybody else, thank you for tuning into this podcast. I had the honor today to speak to Ivo Totev, the Chief Marketing Officer of Cloud ERP at SAP. You can find more on Ivo in a variety of ways. First of all, there's Twitter and Ivo's Twitter handle is at Totev. Or you can, of course, find him on LinkedIn and connect there. The goal of this podcast is to share compelling ideas and showcases to inspire what can be when technology and people blend in the right way. It's my strong belief that too much focus is put on automating people out of a process, in other words, cutting costs, rather than scenarios where the unique strength of people are augmented with technology to change the established rules and to deliver a value that was unimaginable before. So with this podcast, I want to make a contribution to change this to create a broader awareness of what can be, to accelerate the adoption by bringing together you, a tribe of like-minded people and organizations, 
And lastly, to accelerate the initiatives and solutions that could be created because one idea inspires the other. So if you know about stories that are worth sharing, please send me a message. Building the momentum all starts with revealing the ideas and that starts with you. If you want to have more information, read my blogs or obtain information on working with me, just visit me on my website, valueinspiration.com. Thank you for tuning in. And you could do me a big favor by rating the podcast or provide me with your feedback. I'll see you shortly in a new episode. The world's best-known investor and Wall Street expert, Warren Buffett, once said, Wall Street is the only place that people ride to in a Rolls Royce to get advice from those who take the subway. Mr. Buffett's quote is remarkably accurate, but how many people would rather receive advice from him than someone simply guessing? Welcome to Buy, Hold, Sell, your single source for Wall Street knowledge and profitable guidance. Please join me, Todd Schoenberger, and fellow trader Tobin Smith, as well as host Veronica Dudo, for a podcast known to move the needle for investors. Tobin and I are seasoned Wall Street executives with deep investment experience, and we are prepared to share our advice to those who choose to listen. Download Buy, Hold, Sell today on the Evergreen Podcast Network or your favorite podcast channel.